Welcome to Houseplant Homebody. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm here to tell you all about my favorite thing, plants. You ready? Thanks for tuning in to the 45th episode on October 25th, 2021. Let's talk about the beautiful and easier than you think Stromanth Trio Star. Not only can you listen to the podcast, you can find more on houseplant-homebody.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest at Houseplant Homebody LLC. And go check out the blog posts that are associated with all these podcasts as well. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast and make sure you're commenting, liking, sharing, and subscribing to this podcast, my blog, and social media posts. You can also help support your favorite podcasts and blog by joining me on Patreon for exclusive podcasts, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. And if you just can't get enough, I send out a bi-monthly newsletter on the first of every other month, also with exclusive content and some updates on what's been happening in the previous months. All right, let's dive in. Hello. I just want to throw out this disclaimer, not plant-related right this moment, but houseplant homebody related. I just wanted to remind any Patreon members that platforms are being shifted. So I posted on Patreon, I think about a week ago, and I did email separately as well. Um, But for all of you that are not Patreon members and didn't see this, I was actually fortunate enough because of the supporters to actually just go through my website instead of using Patreon. And I got an e-commerce site of my website plans to have products in a shop eventually, hopefully soon. But this actually came as a benefit as well. I no longer need to use Patreon to have supporters. I could host that on my own website. So I'm asking all Patreon members to just shift over the support to my own website. I emailed the exact details of how to do it and I also um, posted them on Patreon. So if you are a Patreon supporter and you didn't shift, this has to be done by October 31st. Otherwise, your support is just being canceled because I am canceling Houseplant Homebody in Patreon altogether. So if you aren't on Patreon or you do want to support me, if you go to my website, it's just www.houseplant-homebody.com and then there is a become a supporter tab at the top. All of the benefits are exactly the same as they were in Patreon. Nothing is changing. All the costs are still the same and everything. So you get some fun benefits. The only thing I added to all of them is there's now an exclusive Facebook group where we can all chat and kind of share our own stories there. So just wanted to put out that disclaimer here just in case um, the Patreon members didn't see the email or the post. So now that that's done, let's talk about Stromanth Trio Star. You might hear it in my voice, but I have a little bit of a cold and it's like all in my throat. So I might sound a little scratchy sometimes, so I'm sorry. Um, It's fine. Nothing bad. Just a cold. And I got over it just like in a few days, like no big deal. So I actually started originally pronouncing this plant Stromanthiae Triostar because I'm extra, but that's not true. It's Stromanth Triostar. And this plant is one of probably the most beautiful houseplants I own. It has a green, white, and pink variegated foliage and it's so pretty. It's usually classified as high maintenance, but honestly, it's been one of my easiest houseplants. I've been keeping it in my Ikea greenhouse, so that's been helping overall, but I think even if I took it out of there, it would still be doing fine, and I've heard the same thing from a lot of people in the houseplant community. So the actual botanical name is Stromanth sanguinea, I believe. Common name is Stromanth triostar, and sometimes you'll see it as Stromanth tricolor, 
The Stramanth tricolor is not the actual name of it. It is Trio Star sometimes. That gets confusing, but a lot of places do call it tricolor, but tricolor, Trio Star, same thing, not two different plants. So the Trio Star is a specific cultivar of the Stramanth family. So I will be talking about that one specifically, but I did want to list the other Stramanth varieties that are out there. There's not a ton. There's only a few. I did put the names in my website as well if you wanted to maybe copy and paste them and go look them up online, but I'll give you a quick description. So there is Stramanth Sanguinea, which is the original non-trio star Stramanth. So this is one that has no pink variegation whatsoever. It does have some interesting veining, but that's about it. Veining is generous. It more or less has more of a white line down the middle of it. The next is Stromanth Sanguinea Magic Star, which is instead of bold and thicker variegation, it's more of a speckled pattern. So you know how on a Monstera Albo versus a Monstera Thai Constellation, they are different in how the variegation shows up. So Thai Constellation has more of that speckling, speckling variegation. That's what Magic Star is. It has the same colors as the Trio Star, but it's just more of a speckled pattern. And then there is, this is a weird name. Don't ask me why it is like this. I tried to look it up, but couldn't find it. But it's Stromanth, Stromanthioids, and that is the legit name. That one just completely has green foliage. There's nothing else to it. No variegation, nothing. And then there is the Stromanth, Stromanthioids, Charlie, which is the green foliage with white variegation. So that doesn't have any pink in it. It just has white variegation. It almost looks silvery because it has so much white variegation from at least the photos online that I saw. But those are just some of the other Stromanth varieties I wanted to share with you. But Trio Star is what we'll be going over today. So let's jump into sun requirements quick. The Stromanth Trio Star prefers to be in bright indirect light if you want to keep that foliage really bright and pink and variegated. I have mine in my Ikea greenhouse just off of a south window. No, it's not off off of a south window, but it's basically in a south window. But a west window would also be great for it. Either one of those would be perfect. I haven't gotten my leaves burnt or anything being in the south window, but then again, if you've been following me, you do know that the direct sunlight goes away around maybe two o'clock in peak season, so it's not full sun all day. So that's probably why mine's okay in a south window but a west window would be great too. Pretty straightforward. I would avoid low or medium light if you can, just for the best plant possible. If you have to put it in a medium light, like an east window or something, that would that probably could be fine too. You might not see as bright variegation on some of the newer leaves that come in, but that's up to you and what kind of lighting you have. If you're really worried about it, you could buy a grow light too, but... Um, we're just talking windows now. <laughs> okay, let's jump into water requirements and fertilizer. Okay, so water requirement is basically the thing that makes this plant live the best and thrive the longest. So watering is very similar to prayer, pra- prayer plants and calathea, which means it needs medium moisture pretty often and it can't be completely dried out. And that's really the key to making this plant survive and do really well. The other key is extra humidity. So mine is in my little mini Ikea greenhouse, but it's actually growing out of it already. I've had it for maybe about a year 
and it's getting too tall. So I need to take it out, but I need to put it next to a humidifier probably. And I have two in my house, so I'll probably put it by one of those. And one is in a west window, one is in a south window. So that'll be fine. If you can't put it next to humidity, just putting it in the amount of light it needs and even misting it would be helpful if you can do that. Or there's lots of things you could do for humidity. Putting it over a tray of pebbles that also increases humidity. I've found that misting usually helps prevent pests as well, spider mites to be exact, but that's just me. I know there's conflicting information out there on that, but I do mist. I don't necessarily mist every day. I might mist every other day. Okay, so moving on to fertilizing. And to be honest, I didn't find a ton of crazy information on this. I only had one book, which you, as you know, I like to reference my books first, and it did not mention fertilizing at all. So I'm going to suggest that you fertilize your houseplants normally as your actual fertilizer recommends, but slightly less. So as you know, I switched my fertilizer to Fox Farm Grow Big Liquid Fertilizer simply because I wanted to try it and I like Fox Farm. And I fertilize, as of right now, I'm going to be fertilizing every probably three or four weeks since it's hit October. Usually I stop fertilizing consistently in October and I pick it back up around the end of February. I do that every maybe four months I fertilize and then four months, I'm sorry, four weeks every month or so. And then in peak season, I fertilize maybe every two weeks, if not slightly more often based on the recommended for this fertilizer. I usually use about a half to three-fourths of the recommended amount because I would much rather under than over fertilize. So that's what I recommend, but it's totally up to you and it's really based on the fertilizer you use. So you don't need to be using Fox Farm. You can use anything really and that's up to you. So if you want a different recommendation of products or something, let me know. But that's what I would say. So let's move on to propagation and other facts and then we'll get into the Instagram Q&A as well. All right, so propagation is pretty boring today. <laughs> it's just propagating by division. Splitting the plant up is really the only way to propagate this, at least, you know, in your home. I'm sure there's like tissue culture, propagation, stuff like that in the industry. But in your home, if you want to propagate it, the best and really only way to do it is dividing. This plant does not have leaf nodes like a pothos or a philodendron or anything, so you can't propagate it that way, but you can divide it. Wait till it's obviously a little bit more mature and separate it off in the clumps that it kind of grows in. You can cut it or pull it, pull it apart from the mother plant whenever it's ready to do that. As a fair warning, if you are doing that, your plant will look like it's suffering for a little bit, but eventually it will bounce back. So don't let that alarm you either. It will be okay. <laughs> All right. So some of the other facts is that this is part of the Marantaceae family, which is also the same family as prayer plant, Calathea, Jopertiae, all those good ones. You can find these natively in the rainforests in South America. Specifically, I saw Brazil when I was looking online, but I thought saying South America was safe enough. In nature, these guys can grow upwards of five feet, but in your home, they're typically going to stay shorter between two to three feet probably. I have seen them. Usually when I've seen them, I've seen them about a foot and a half from some of the collectors online I've seen. Mine is only about maybe seven inches right now, but I got it when it was super small. So it's already grown a little bit since I've gotten it. Probably about 
two, three inches since I got in it about a year ago. The stromanth do produce flowers. Typically, this one, the trio star, produces red or pink flowers, but they are not likely to happen in your home, so don't bet on it. It's a possibility. They could if it's in the perfect conditions because I've seen it online and other um, plant accounts before, but it's not something you're going to buy. The foliage is gorgeous enough. You don't necessarily need the flowers. And the last fact, the other amazing fact, is that these are non-toxic to pets or humans. So, that's really great. If you have any pets that like to chew on plants, this would be a great one to have at home. Since I think it's still on its medium maintenance, I mean, it could be lower maintenance. I know the humidity kind of puts it up into that medium maintenance, but it's a fairly simple plant to take care of. Not a ton required from it. So this is a great option for you. If you need more information on the toxicity of plants and what's toxic, what's not, what that means, all that good stuff. Podcast episode 31 was all about that and there is a blog online. I linked them here. I do that on every episode just so you know, but it is in there. Okay. Instagram Q&A, we got three of those today. So just so you know, if you haven't seen this on my stories or anything like that, I usually post a couple times to make sure I'm getting all of the questions for the plants out there. I ask Instagram and Facebook followers if they have any questions. That way I can include it in the blog and in this podcast episode. So I got three of them today that I saved to answer now. So the first one is how will I know when I need to repot my trio star? Anything to look for because it looks great now. So few things to keep in mind. First, remember when or how long ago you bought the plant. And I'm guessing if you bought it in a plant shop or something, it was probably a pretty newer, pretty much newer plant, meaning that there's a lot more soil around the root system. It's not necessarily getting to that point of being root bound yet. In that case, more than likely, it's probably a few years out from needing to be repotted. If you didn't pay attention to what it looked like when you bought it or anything, a few things you can look for. So if it's easy and okay to pull it out of the pot, if it's possible to just look at the root system, if you see that the root system is starting to vigorously take over the outside of the soil line, that means it's definitely getting root bound. If you're still able to loosen up the soil a lot, it doesn't need to be repotted. Another thing is a lot of times plants will start to dry out a lot faster when they aren't retaining as much moisture, which means that there's not as much soil to hold the moisture for them. And there's a lot of roots that need a lot more moisture, which also means it needs to be potted. So in my experience, when I buy a new plant, I typically repot it right away. I know there's arguments about this, but I always like to repot it in the pot it's going to live in for a long time in my house. I've noticed probably about three to four years down the road I have had to repot it, but honestly it really depends on the size pot the plant is in, how long it's been in that pot, how long you've had the plant, how big the plant is, the conditions of the plant, all that stuff really factors into it. So the retaining moisture part is when I'm tipped off to it needing to be repotted and it's just a timing thing. Usually I'm checking it out after a few years just to make sure. And I have pots where I can pull it out. There's not really a lip around the soil edge, so I can pull it out pretty quickly to see what it's like and then kind of pat back down the soil on the edges. But that's what I would do. Okay, so the next one is all my Stromanth Trio Stars 
all my stromanth trio start leaves grow, droop, brown, and die. Please help. Well, that's depressing. I'm so sorry that happens to you. So I honestly think this is just a plant moisture thing. I really think it's not getting enough water. So this plant needs medium moisture. Some people either overwater the heck out of plants or underwater the heck out of plants. And that's usually the main reason plants are dying for the most part. It's the main reason I kill plants. So when you water this plant, you don't want it to be completely dried out, if that makes sense. So you want to make sure the soil stays moist pretty consistently and you don't want it to dry out in between. So maybe getting a moisture meter reader can help you understand when your plant needs to be watered. So for me, usually about every two weeks or so, even during, well, probably about every week and a half during peak growing season, probably every two to three weeks in my off season, like winter time, I'll be watering it. It totally depends on size pot, what your humidity level is at and all that stuff too. Um, And if you're in a warmer climate, it could be drying out a lot faster. If you have the plant outside, it could be drying out a lot faster too. Like you might have to water every couple days. So it really depends. I think it's a moisture thing and I think the soil is drying out because my leaves do droop when it gets too long between waterings. So if you think you're watering too much and you're watering like weekly, you could be overwatering, but I honestly think it's underwatering. So I hope that helps. And the last one is how large can these get? So I talked about it briefly, but I think indoors they stay between two or three feet tall and wide. It was in nature that they can get a lot taller between four and five feet or just about five feet. So more than likely, they're not really going to reach much higher than three feet, I don't think. Mine is only about six or seven inches. I've seen them sold for like in the four inch container, six inch. I've also seen them sold in the 10 inch containers or the 10 gallon containers, which basically means that they're probably about a foot and a half, maybe a foot wide and tall in the 10 gallon, 10 gallon. Oh my God. It is a 10 inch container. Sorry. It's been a weird day, people. <laughs> so the 10 inch container, the nursery pots, I mean, so they're probably about a f- maybe a foot, foot and a half tall and wide at that point, but they don't grow super fast. Mine, like I said earlier, has probably grown only maybe two or three inches since I got it and it's been about a year, um, but it was already decent size and it's growing out of my mini Ikea greenhouse. The leaf is sticking up through the crack. So that's that answer. And that's the Stromanth Trio Star. Thank you for listening to episode 45 of Houseplant Homebody, all about the Stromanth Trio Star. Don't forget to check out the blog post that corresponds with this podcast. If you go to houseplant-homebody.com and go to the blog tab, you'll find it there. Also, there are links to Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Houseplant Homebody LLC on my website. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast and make sure you're doing all the commenting, liking, sharing, and subscribing to the podcast, my blog, and social media posts. I love to hear from all of you and what you've learned through your own experience or through this podcast. And you can also help support your favorite podcast and blog by joining me on Patreon for early access to podcasts, exclusive content, and exclusive podcasts. 
So your support means everything to me and I am very excited to keep bringing you plant bios and information. And don't forget to check back every other Tuesday for more podcasts and corresponding blog posts. From one houseplant homebody to another, see you next time. Well, hello. So I know I talked to you guys about lots of other things at the end of the last episode, and I know I talked to you about the Patreon stuff at the beginning of this episode. So a few things. One, if you haven't been on our website, go check it out. I am, as you know, slightly rebranding everything, making sure my colors are all the same, making everything pretty. So make sure you check it out. And I did add the become a supporter page. So make sure you look at that and read all the different things you could possibly get out of it. If it interests you, go for it. The cheapest one is $3, $3 a month. That's not much. The most expensive one is 10. So it's basically the same as a Netflix subscription. Actually, it's probably cheaper now. But anyway, um, so I just want to throw that out there. Go check out the website. I am making even more changes, which I'm not going to announce this on social media for maybe a few days or even a week or so. So you will be the first ones to hear it. (laughs) So I have a new logo, guys. I'm not exposing it yet, but it's already done. Um, So that goes with the whole rebranding thing. But I am doing that as well. It's very exciting. Like, I think I've talked about this at the end of a couple episodes. I just don't think the cacti goes anymore. You know, I think a lot of my plants are more foliage plants at this point. I do have cacti. I still love cacti. But I think foliage is more my thing. So I also wanted to get a logo with color in it too. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, just wanted to tell you that. Also, make sure you, if you don't already, you need to follow my social media. I have a ton of information on there weekly that I throw out there for you. I just started a couple posts ago a fall FAQ. So I was talking about mums there for a second. I'll keep doing that and make that into a guide at some point. And then I'm going to do the same thing with some other plants, other topics per season too. Just some fun different things. Um, So infographics to really help you out so you can easily save them and find the information. So if you don't follow me on social media, make sure you follow me there. I will be launching some products here soon, hopefully. So that would also be the first place that you would want to see them as well and get the information as well. So go check that out. Go follow me. Go check out the website. Go explore everything houseplant homebody and let me know what you think because I love to hear it. Also, if you have any episodes you want to hear about or you want me to prioritize anything, let me know. I do have a running list of everything and I do make notes if people want to hear it. So if I don't have the plant, I will try to go find the plant and buy the plant, experiment with it, and then record an episode after I live with it for a bit, if that makes sense. For example, I have gotten a good chunk of requests for rabbit's foot fern. How random, right? I've never had one, but I was like, you know what? I got to do this because everyone's asking for it. So I went and bought one. I've had it for a few weeks. It's doing good. But in the springtime, I will, spring or summer, I'll probably do an episode on it since I've gotten so many questions. So if you have anything in particular you want to hear, please let me know. Or if you have any specific questions, let me know too. Right? I hope you guys have a wonderful week and... I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.